welcome to Second Act Podcast. As I always say, it is a continuation, yet an evolution, the act of finding meaning, fulfillment, and a deep sense of purpose. In the beginning, I thought this medium would be a place to learn from experiences of others. During what this platform has given us and so many recordings that we have done, the name itself has become synonymous to so many different ideas. For some, it spells hope, for the others, inspiration, and for me today, it purely spells power. It is a place where people come to narrate their experiences, a place of learning and viewing the world from someone else's perspective, a place to share, learn, confess, express, and take away. We at Second Act truly believe that learnings happen through conversations. It's very wonderful to have you, Gautam Nima, with me today. Um, you know, you have that you have been that person in my life who has impacted me. Uh, when I just wrote to you randomly one day on Facebook, uh, I did not know that this is a relationship that is there to keep. So thank you for being that person. <laughs> thank you for being that person. Thank you for being such a warm person. Really, I want to, from my heart, say that you're one of those people. I think we're born to do, um, I think they're born to touch people's lives. And I think you're doing that beautifully. So, Gautam Bhima, let me introduce you. Uh, <laughs> you are... Uh, how sweet. I'm so touched. So touched. Thank you for your kind words. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. But Gautam Bhima, you are a performing artist using spontaneous movement. And I know because thanks for participating and being the facilitator on the Coffee Bean Retreats in Goa. To doing various corporate sessions with me and you use your voice, music and art uh, really to bring out the best in people. Uh, you are an educator, teacher, trainer, creative program developer and a facilitator for critical and creative thinking, which is so true. You integrate the <laughs> wisdom of the body, working with movement as a process and power of authentic and creative expression. And that, I have to say, is why you are here on the Second Act podcast, because this podcast is about being real, being authentic, being able to take a chance in life. And thank you for being that person. So welcome. This is the 98th podcast, and I'm really running for my 100. As you can see, I'm excited. And thank you again. You go. <laughs> Congratulations to you on this um, very um, thoughtful and wonderful um, project, uh, should I say, that you are embarking on. And 98 already, this is amazing. What an achievement. So congratulations to you. And yes, um, we connected over a random message on Facebook. <laughs> and I remember the, you know, the person who connected us is, of course, Palak, your sweet daughter who I had the pleasure of dancing with uh, many years ago, maybe 13, 14 years ago. She was very young. And I was just very touched that this young being remembered me and she wanted her mother to connect with me in the context of a retreat. Uh, and I was, to, I primarily, I think I even said this to you, to honor that, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we do something together and see how it goes from there. I'm so glad we did that. We got I got that opportunity, and it was just uh, wonderful. I think just meeting you was so easy for me. Um, so I was comfortable with you very quickly, and um, 
that for me is something that uh, uh, it, it tells me a lot about uh, any person, you know, who is easy to be with and comfortable to be with and easy. To, you, you make people comfortable around you. And, uh, and that's a very beautiful quality, of course, that I, I, I felt from you, I received from you. So thank you for that. And here we are today uh, on this lovely podcast. <laughs> so I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for your warm words. Um, yeah, I think I'm just trying to create a space where people do feel comfortable. And if you're feeling that way, that's a big, um, what should I say, pat on the back. <laughs> uh, so thank you for saying all the way. Yeah. Beautiful words. Um, but yeah. to be honest, you trusted the space. Uh, you trusted me when I reached out. And I think that's rare, to be honest. And I think I would like to acknowledge mm. that uh, on the show today that you don't find people who trust trust so easily. You write at 11 p.m. on, on one fine day, <laughs> almost midnight, and we need to do a nine o'clock program in the morning. It's miraculous that somebody can trust and also reach a spot. So you did that for me and for Coffee Bean Retreats and for the women who participated. I'm sure when they're hearing, they can relate to uh, you know, the session that you did and also brought out uh, you know, something that they had never experienced before and they are very fondly remembering you for mm. that. So, How oh, nice to hear that. Thank you for um, sharing that. So nice. So Gautam, you are in Goa. Um, you studied abroad. Yes. Uh, you are a Pahari guy. You are from the mountains. <laughs> very uh, landed up um, <laughs> in the United States um, and then you go back to Goa. Um, yes. Of course, I know it's a long journey. Um, that you have covered yes. between various distances that you have covered, but give me a short synopsis of Gautam Nima. Oh wow! Uh, um, thank you for this chance to give this synopsis because I think every time this uh, this comes about an introduction, something I teach, uh, some for something I open up in my spaces where I'm facilitating the concept of introduction. How do you introduce yourself? Who are you? What are you? Um, and yeah, of course. So I am, yes, I was uh, I was raised in Masuri, a small town in Masuri, in Masuri, in the mountains. And um, little, little boy growing up there with, you know, two brothers and a very small family. Uh, my family comes from a business background. Uh, slowly... Um, it, growing up in small town, uh, it's a beautiful experience. I, I tell my friends and whoever I meet, Masuri, I'm so glad I grew up there in a small town in the mountains. And we used to swing a lot on trees and make tree houses and you know, adventures with family, trekking, hiking. So that a lot of that I realize now is within me, as it's in my childhood. Whatever has gone within me, my body climbing up those hills and the trees and sliding down the snow. Uh, snow hills, you know, uh, it's really given me a kind of resilience, which makes me believe in uh, in really investing in children when they're very young, in a very healthy uh, environment, loving, safe, healthy environment for children. And I really do believe that once that has been invested in a child, at least for seven, eight years, it goes a long ways. And I, I'm been, I have been lucky enough to receive that from a beautiful childhood up there. But of course, uh, growing up in Masuri, you know, it's a small town. There's not much you can do there, in, especially in the field of arts. And so I was in Delhi for college. 
uh, in Venkateshwara College. Venki is the college DU. Uh, this is back in 2004. And I um, wasn't really inclined to do you know, academics much, uh, but I was always into uh, what they call the extracurricular, uh, always playing the guitar, being in the band, dancing for school, uh, college groups, traveling around, competing with the team in different college, college fests. So always stay connected to my desire to perform, my desire to create, my desire to share a story, tell a story. Um, I didn't know that this is going to be my career or this is going to be something that's going to take me around the world. Not at all. Um, however, just following uh, one thing at a time, I was not a very visionary person. I didn't have a lot of planning I came from a small town, so not much of awareness about possibilities around careers. Bus jo suna hai, wo karna hai, degree karna hai, karna hai. So, you know, just following a step after the other. But uh, I was blessed that I um, had those experiences that I got, where I, and I met the people that I met, the teachers, uh, my beautiful partner, my wife, Ishpanjali, I met her in college. She's a big reason why I am who I am today, why, what I do. She's really helped me out. Um, uh, my parents, you know, they never really um, questioned so much, like, ye mat kar, wo kar, you know. Uh, of course, they had their insecurities around what I do, you know, like choosing dance as a career. Uh, and they had certain suggestions and advice for me, for instance, like, go to Bollywood, go to Bombay, mm-hmm. you know, do those things. Uh, of course, but that was not for me. I tried it. I knew immediately this was not for me. Didn't fit in. Didn't, didn't feel right. Um, so just continued with my dancing and my music, singing in bars, uh, singing in some bands in Delhi, making some pocket money, dancing in a company in Delhi. Um, and that's where I met your doctor, Palak, of course, where I was a teacher. Um, but, uh, you know, having, I always had this, dream or the desire to you know because i was learning western style and like jazz ballet contemporary i wanted to go abroad and and, and get a taste of it there and see what the standard and the qualities are there and if i could bring that back to india and share that here that was the intention so uh finally my my wife now then my then my girlfriend she and i planned and we we, we you know we really prayed a lot and we, you know, laws of attraction and read book, books like The Secret and, you know, uh, making sure that we write our plans down, ideas down, spinning the globe, pointing our finger, okay, that's where we go. Literally small, small little events like that, that um, brought us to where we are. And of course, staying true to our dream uh, of pursuing an artist's life, whatever that meant to so New York happened to us then in 2012. There were a few miracles that happened along the way to get us there. Um, that's perhaps for a different time. But uh, we came to New York. We, we studied dance, theater, music in New York. And uh, very soon I realized that <clears throat> um, I realized that there is a difference in training and getting educated, getting trained and getting educated as a dancer and I was <clears throat> already questioning, uh, you know, living with my wife, Pushpanjali, she's always a thinker. She's always been uh, encouraging me to think critically and um, questions like, why are we doing what we're doing? What are we doing it for? Uh, <clears throat> where is the creativity in this? 
where's my freedom in this uh where is the spiritual um purpose or the meaning the bigger vision so uh she really helped me understand that and i understood that maybe i need to get out of the studio training life and get into a university to really think like an artist and um understand the depths of that world uh luckily i i found myself in a university there in in virginia and um i didn't have the money for it of course and long story short uh, my wife and i created a little video and we put it up online crowdfunding was just coming up back then wow. and <clears throat> the world blessed me with $25,000 in 45 days to go to college uh, and uh, that's how i afforded my education in in my university um so that was a big blessing another miracle for me so you know uh, signs of the universe kind of nudging me in the right direction and <coughs> some beautiful teachers from new york who really believed in me our spiritual uh, teacher the yoga teacher antonia um bless her heart beautiful lady some other teachers like katina and reagan always guiding me in the right direction encouraging me and uh, that university of course that education was something very uh, i got a scholarship as well i got only 1000 scholarship being there which was very rare because i'm an indian uh, not an american and it's a masters course and they didn't have that option of giving a scholarship but they made an exception for me uh, i was really blessed again the universe helping me so it was quite a miracle but i will say absolutely that um, me as an artist as an individual there was me before that education there was me after that uh, a whole world of difference a whole uh, screen got lifted off of my eyes and i started seeing things differently started questioning things differently myself of course my identity who am i how did i become who i became concepts like uh, patriarchy uh the politics of the bodies politics of art things like that that i never thought about of course because i was training i wasn't educating myself i was training as a dancer mm-hmm. i often tell my students that you know there's a difference in being trained you can be a technician but to be an artist you it's a way of being it's a way of thinking it's a way of living it's a way of practicing and for that you need uh, an environment where you can think freely and you're encouraged to voice yourself and you are supported with some kind of a mentor or some teachers and uh, i knew how important that was for me so now i try to offer that in different spaces um and we came back in 2016 2015 december came to goa uh, for a very dear friend's wedding <laughs> pushpanjali my wife is from goa was born here so came to goa for that and we never left goa uh stayed here <laughs> and uh, slowly have been building our community here work here working with children i work in the kindergarten school i teach there i train teachers um i work with children teaching them something called ballet and creative movement in goa and i teach a course in iit goa uh, on self awareness and self development through movement uh, body awareness and authentic creative expression uh so that's the synopsis <laughs> maybe a little longer <laughs> but uh, thank you for asking that 
No, because every time I speak to you, I feel I have so much still to know and there there's so much depth in what you say. I try to imbibe a lot <clears throat> from, you know, a, each word that comes out of you. So thank you for analyzing yourself so beautifully. I think I would say that, that we do not pay attention and we are not aware as people. I think you have really spent time not only understanding the universe, the laws of attraction, like you said, the power of asking, uh -huh. <laughs> the power to ask, because yeah. not, not everybody has that power. And um, also yeah. go deeper inside yourself. And now to give back. And what better when you can start with young children, you know, kindergarten, I think. Oh. That's the foundation. And I think most of us miss that, right? So kudos. Mm. You are a fantastic person. Oh. And thank you for coming in my life. I mean, I would say, because there's so much oh. from you. I need to thank Pala. Oh, likewise. <laughs> yes, thank you, Palak. Yes, thank you, Palak. And uh, so, of course, you know, many questions come from here. <clears throat> One of that, when I hear about asking the universe um you know there is very little faith in the youth uh, or the younger generation today most of them will tell you at least around me uh, oh we don't believe in god we don't believe um you know there is something like a magic that happens we have to work for it and that's right. how it is and they are more practical towards things nice. so how do you think that really made a difference in your life? And what do you want to tell? What do you teach the little ones uh, today? Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a very beautiful question uh, and a very pertinent one, I would say. And yes, I agree with your observation around youngsters um, not having that kind of a, uh, a guidance or a direction or a fundamental foundation of faith and um, in the universe or God, you may call it. And, <clears throat> well, I've studied history quite critically and I, and I see that the causes and the effects of why we are where we are. Um, for children, young children, I do believe that um, they're very emotional beings, they're very vulnerable. And um, everything that goes into them right now um, has to come from a place of um, clear intention and pure love, just love, just care and kindness, that being the priority, not the lessons, not the, not the goals, not, the, you know, Abacus or performer banana hai, yeah, you know, careers, none of that, not even learning ABCD properly, handwriting, no. The, how can we put more care and love and kindness into them? As a certain kind of languaging that they they just absorb because children are absorbing. They're not intellectually analyzing and all of that. The learning is just an absorption and they absorb energy. Right. And so every time I'm working with children, I'm really aware of my energy and uh, what kind of energy I bring to them. And uh, can, I, can I be in the I don't know place with them and, and have their questions be very valid and very, very important. Uh, and so not jumping to answers or not giving them answers, but bringing it out from them because I do believe they have the answers and their questions are wonderful. 
and all questions needn't, needn't be answered by a teacher. Um, and so believing that the children know what they need to know, they have this wisdom in them, and they have a kind of intelligence that perhaps we as adults have lost because they're not conditioned yet. So I I learn a lot from these children, the spontaneity, the 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 immediate release of emotion that they have, and then they're fine the next moment because they've released it. You know, they're not holding on to a grudge. Uh, they'll meet you the next day very beautifully and they forget because they've released it. The energy is gone. It's circulating. Um, so with children, it's that. With younger adults, I would say there is a lot of, um, I feel there is this disillusionment with the world because of, um, well, one thing I say that, you know, elders, I think in our community, we are missing elders. Um, where are the elders? Where are the loving, supportive, wise elders? Who do we go to? Yeah. Um, especially as a young man, it's been, I know how important for me it has been to have a reference of a healthy older man uh, who I can, who I can um, talk to, who I can get support from, who, I, who can acknowledge me as a younger man coming up and saying, hey, I see you, I see your effort. Um, a pat on the back, a warm hug and say, hey, keep going, you know, something like that. Uh, these men are missing. These elders are missing in our community. So therefore, the need of God and universe and all these things also, I feel. Uh, and then and then even our God men and all these, uh, you know, cults and gurus. Internet has made information so internet has made information so accessible all these youngsters they know they see they see the farce they see the farce behind all the stuff so they don't want to believe in anything that's served to them like that they, in fact that's kind of nice i feel i respect that they want to experiment they want to try it out they don't want to immediately buy something they want to do their own research and, and uh, i i encourage that a lot i encourage their questions um, so if somebody would ask me, do you believe in God? And I, I think I would respond maybe like, it's not important what I believe. <laughs> you know, I have come to my own set of beliefs in my own journey, my own way. You know, maybe I, I was not brought up in a home where God was revered like that. You know, but uh, have I found my own connection to God, or not the meaning to God, but connection, or the universe, or something that's bigger than me? that I can invest my faith into. Because in times of deep um, difficulties and dark darkness and trials, I feel the need to anchor myself in some kind of faith. And I get certain strength from that. Um, you can call that God, you can call that universe, you can just call that love uh, and light. And, you know. But um, I do believe in the, in the importance of having the faith having um, some kind of trust in something that's bigger than you, whether it's nature, whether it's this intelligence of our consciousness. And uh, so just not being like, oh, cancelling everything out. God bhi nahi hai, ye bhi nahi hai, energy bhi nahi hai, chakrada this, chakrada that. You know, all of that, because you're getting now too critical, too, too smart. But I would tell the youngsters that try something out for a while before you dismiss it. Try it out if you haven't tried yoga and give it give it some time. Like give it a year. 
see how it be be a scientist see how you observe the difference in you in your body in your alignment in your energy in the way you talk in the way you attract opportunities because you're just doing yoga something is like that and if it works great yeah but don't just watch a youtube clip and make an opinion on someone else's opinion so don't have borrowed opinions i would say that's my that's my take on that <laughs> yeah i think it's beautiful and i think the way that you express itself um there is so much to already ask a lot of questions from here um you get people curious <laughs> definitely <laughs> and i'm sure that's why the kids are all all very happy when you're around them so you know there is something that i observe about you is that there is calmness and chaos and i want to ask you this that were you always like this were you that calm person in chaos or have you become that oh, um, <laughs> it's nice to receive how you receive me but um, if you think i'm calm you just need to ask my wife <laughs> <laughs> she will tell you too but um yes i i i have i have found a certain way of being comfortable within myself certainly um and i wasn't like that to answer your question i was um i was very extroverted i was very talkative i was very much what you know the center of a party you know entertaining people the loud guy the joke uh, the jokes the sarcasm the sarcasm all of that uh, and um, that was of course a long time ago and um you know when uh, i think when 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 i began to just go this, this inward journey this curiosity around who am i how did i become who i became what's serving my life and what is not what is serving my relationship what is not which part is from my papa which part is from my mama what's the good can i keep it what's not so good can i just let it be when when i when you when one individual goes through that kind of process and it might be one year two years seven years in my case many years and i'm still in it um i think that brings about i just when i started shedding layers one by one and especially my compulsive layers like people pleasing for instance Yeah. that was me um or trying to be a really good host throwing parties and everybody just knowing that oh god tum karte party hai i like i love cooking i love giving people a nice treat so it became i became that person always mm-hmm. and because that's what i knew and that's what i did and but when i started thinking about opportunity cost like you know if if i am invested in something there are other things i'm not invested in because time is so limited so what are those other things i'm not invested in when i started looking around those things i started realizing hey do i always want to do this maybe not maybe i need to balance my social life and my personal life and my professional life and my intimate life with my wife you know and our own relationship and uh, the values that we are trying to create and trying to follow and things like that um so if i was always in my social space i would not be able to grow in my personal space so growing up in my home in my house it was a very social space my father and my mother they loved hosting they had many friends and i really enjoyed it of course but um 
I wouldn't say we had a balance in our social and our personal. Uh, it was very social. So, yeah, that's something I, again, just studying the self, studying my history and letting go what doesn't work. That has helped me. <laughs> Do you have this concept of um, feeling missed out? What they say, FOMO, like because the world is moving in a particular direction. And here is Gautam Nima, completely opposite of that direction right now. That's what I feel in your age. So do you feel that you're missing out on uh, <laughs> That's an interesting question. I have to take a moment to... Yes. I... Um, because there, I do have these brief moments of FOMO, I guess. <laughs> like recently, my family was there. It's Christmas time, so my brother, my brother's wife, their family, their in-laws, my in-laws, my father, they were all here, and they're all living in different hotels and spaces, and so, um, and they have 15 days here, so a part of me thinks that, oh, how much time, I want to spend so much time with them, I want to just, you know, with the kids, with my nephew, my niece, I just want them, and um. And when I couldn't do that because of work or because of my home requirement, my own priorities around home, then I would have this FOMO <laughs> that, oh, you know, I, I wish I could be with them. And this. so that, that's the kind of FOMO I have. I don't know what else, wordly FOMO, like um, so being on a platform, that... even Instagram. I'm just, yeah. I'm just getting used to Instagram right now um, because a young, sweet girl made my account for me and so I'm trying to get used to that now. Right? So I don't have that kind of FOMO, no. Yeah, so that's what I meant. Yeah. You know, the world is moving to very technology-driven platforms. You you are trying to do something which is from the heart, you know, like connecting our people and uh, emotions together. And here we are, you know, trying to explore the AI world. Um, so there is a big disconnect. So right. from that perspective, Agatha is going back to the roots, I feel, whereas the world is moving to something else completely. But I really admire you for oh. what you're doing. And um, it's it's really commendable, I have to say. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. It's nice to hear it from you like that. It's important for people like me or someone like me to have that kind of mirror back to me as motivating and it's, it's assuring. Thank you. Um, but yes, uh, you know, I went to this educational um, uh, event once and uh, Pushpani and I went there as well, of course, and we have been very much curious about education and we've been curious, we have been investigating and researching education and pedagogy. Right. What is, the, what is it that our children of today need? That, is, that has become my prime focus now, education. Um, and some, you know, we, we said, somebody said on stage um, that um, I think the, the purpose of education in the future is to rehumanize humans. <laughs> yes. And that's something that I've heard it like that. Of course, that's a belief that Pushpani and I both held in our hearts for a long time. But when I heard it like that, yes, that stayed with me. Because if in the future, AI indeed is going to take all the jobs, they are already, they're even driving now. AI can even drive and package, whatever, you know. Everything is AI. Then what do humans do? So humans will be 
not required to do the mundane and the clockwork jobs. In fact, creativity will be encouraged later on. Creativity, connection, uh, eco, eco, ecology, sort of unawareness of that, energy work. Basically, all the other intelligences that are available to us humans, but then, but then have been dumbed down over the years because of this very one way of educating children, this machine that people come out of, everybody comes out, and we all just lose our intelligences. So many senses and intelligence that we have within us, innately, we lose it. Um, and, and the body is the best way to access it, I feel, and that's what, that's what, that's what keeps me engaged. So, yes, <laughs> I forgot why I was sharing this. <laughs> you were sharing it because I asked you, uh, you know, when when the world is moving towards so much of digitalization, how right. is Nima keeping right. his heart intact? <laughs> so, so, thank you. So, rehumanizing humans, and um, I also do believe in that. You know, these days the challenge is uh, is is to how to live a ordinary simple life yeah where you are really connected to the people around you in your own village uh, you know and uh, your local community your wife your children your home your dogs your garden <laughs> you know can i be can i be content with that or do i need to make a name out there do i need to have followers do i need to have so these were questions that i uh, you know explored early on uh, you know, as an artist, do I want fame? Do I want money? Those kind of things, and they were difficult, of course. And it took me some time to refine it further and further. But I'm very confident now that I, if fame happens to me by some, you know, blessing or some by the way product, sure, I'm okay with that. But it's certainly not something I'm chasing, not at all. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's great. I think. Please keep on doing what you're doing. The world needs uh, to remodelize human beings. I don't know what you said exactly, but re what reframing yeah. humans. humanizing <laughs> humans. Yeah, so I think that the world really needs that, and um, I think we need more people. Yes. Like <laughs> so, oh, thank you. So, Gautam, I know that you're a fantastic creative person not only that you dance beautifully from your soul, because I've experienced that mm -hmm. myself. Um, and I love that kind of dancing because it brings out me, like, you know, from whatever I have inside, it just comes out. I'm able mm. to see myself clearly from inside. I'm able to observe the emotions that that come around. I'm, I'm able to just identify exactly what kind of movement I'm feeling inside my body and you do it so beautifully wow. so yeah so I'm, I'm really going to uh, compliment you on that because I've not experienced I know, that says a lot <laughs> about you I mean that's amazing because I've had only a couple of sessions with you and um, the way you're articulating the depth to which you have experienced it is actually is very um yeah, it's amazing to hear that. Wow, I'm happy to hear that that the depth of uh, experience you've had. So nice. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so, really, really nice to hear that. Yeah, thanks. And so I'm just going to tell you that we will be back in Goa again this monsoon with another coffee bean retreats. Oh. <laughs> so don't go away. Yeah. <laughs> no. And don't travel I'm at that time. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I also know yeah. that besides the beautiful movement that you do, you also sing um, from your heart again. And I can hear some strings uh, already by your side. So why don't you use this? Oh, movement? yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was just, uh, because I was just, uh, so I, I taught myself the guitar when I was a kid. And I've never really, so I've never really taken classes like that. Um, oh, wow. And back in the days, of course, for YouTube, um, just uh, reward, uh, forward rewind on that stereo, which uh, my dad had. But I find myself now playing my guitar in a way that is very... Uh, in the moment and uh, it's not something I decide to play it just comes Second act <laughs> is for us to explore, making that choice that courageous choice, investing in that heartful choice to give yourself another chance because you deserve it. You so deserve it. Your second act your second journey, your deeper journey within you to the real you. When you are tired and exhausted and broken. And disillusion may be a little bit lost, perhaps. It is time to gather, find your dear ones, your loved ones who love you, support you. Lean on them for a while, it's okay. Play with them for a while, it's okay. Come back to the basics of life. 
Beautiful. And that should be a good way to start your second act. Today, tonight. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you know, this is called creative talent, I have to say. <laughs> Just spontaneous. Uh, How cool is that? Very nice. Thank you. I'm, Thank I'm you. going to celebrate the 100th podcast on the 20th of January in Delhi. I wish you were here. Yay. But I'm going to play oh, this little snippet for everybody who can come to Delhi on that day who have been a part of this beautiful journey. So, <laughs> thank so you nice. giving this present. So nice. Congratulations. Again. Thank you so much, really. Thank you for what the opportunity. What a wrap. <laughs> what a wrap. <laughs> so, since you spoke so much about Second Act already, uh, of course, this podcast is about uh -huh. Second Act. It is about yes. the chance that one takes. It is about yeah, going back to understanding what life is, it's about really being yourself. And I think nobody can make it more beautiful than you have. So what is second act for you? Ah, uh, well, you know, uh, well, when I met you and I heard a little bit about your intentions and what you're trying to do with second act and and, and coffee beans the treat and how you've had a life. I mean, life is so long and you've had we've had so many phases, and, but you've had a very um, good run in a very corporate professional life. And there came a point for you where you stopped a while, you paused, and you and you asked yourself some very important questions. And uh, so from there on, I, I, I feel like you gave birth to second act. You gave birth to this um, opportunities, these retreats, these experiences, now this podcast. So you are giving birth again and again, as well as you are creating again and again and redefining and exploring always curious learning and and I think we are like that when we were children we were always like that when we were children so curious we had so many whys uh, we had so many wonders uh, and I think perhaps second act could be um, asking those questions again and uh, going back to what is it that's really important for you first for me, uh, not as a husband or a father, or mother, teacher. No, just for me. What's important for me? And can I, can I bloom in my own life? And uh, so to, to to make that choice, uh, I or somebody once told me. I think that it's important to yes, it's important to ask questions, but boy, is it important to ask the right ones. <laughs> um, so your point in life I, I learned from you that when, when we come to a place and you when we start asking those important questions I think that's a good beginning to a second act so for me it became, it became I think I think I started that because my, my choice of career and my choice of what I do is pretty constant 
I didn't come to this uh, from another stream. Um, but yes, as an educator, I never, I didn't think I was going to be an educator. Um, and I'm very happy that I am. But um, I think in New York, I think in New York, it started happening to me, these questions, who am I? What am I doing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Um, and uh, why do I dance? What's the kind of story I want to tell? Whose story do I want to tell? Do I want to be a part of someone's story or do I want to tell my own story? Uh, but I had, I was lucky. I had mentors who looked at me in my eyes and they said, Gotham, your story is important. Gotham, your story is important. Tell your story. I want to hear your story. And I'm only now trying to give what my mentors have given to me. And uh, so it's, I'm happy that I can circulate that further. But uh, sometimes to begin a second act, I guess we need, I guess it's a, sometimes it helps if you have somebody supportive who sees you, who sees your journey, who acknowledges you and says, hey, take a break and, uh, you know, go for a holiday or well, go for a retreat. Yeah, just uh, do something different. Come out of your everyday life yeah. and challenge yourself. Maybe it's not a challenge. Maybe it's just change the course of your life. Mm. Experiment, experiment again. Bring that flavor of experimenting and curiosity, and know that that <clears throat> as human beings we are constantly creating ourselves. Like whenever I I create a song or I create. Mm -hmm a course or a dance. <clears throat> that is just how it looks. It's manifesting like that. But I'm creating myself consciously. Uh, I am the I am the creativity, creator and the created. And so uh, <clears throat> taking that uh, agency back, taking that power back and saying, no, I'm important. I'm going to do this for myself. I think that could be the beginning of a second act. And um, thank you to you to give people that kind of opportunity consciously. I mean, they come to your retreats for second act. They know what they're getting in for. And <clears throat> so many people need it. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, I think that's the intention. <clears throat> All the work that I've been doing, whether it is corporate workshops, whether it is the podcast or the coffee bean retreats or my social work, to be honest. And I think that's where I get my maximum output of what Second Act can actually do to people when they have this awareness about themselves um, and this one life that we have. So I think it raises some great questions, uh, <clears throat> makes, I think, life worth living if we answer those questions and uh, really identifies a beautiful path that can be defined by us. So, mm. so I think I, I live by it every day. I see a beautiful, uh, you know, communities which is are now building together in every lateral that I've created. I'm sorry, you've given me your viral infection of throat from so much of distance from Goa to Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> um, and I'm just thinking that I will be, uh, you know, soaking myself in the sun very soon, I hope, in Goa, like you. 
Um, second act is such a beautiful platform and thank you for uh, really creating that beautiful song which it is so relatable to what you spoke <laughs> of asking uh, ourselves such nice questions. So uh, we want to wrap up uh, this podcast but at the moment uh, there are some very quick questions that I want to ask you about yourself again to know you a little bit more through our rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> are you ready thanks. for it? Are you ready for it? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I will find out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, these will be easy ones. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so one of the three things Gautam Nima is proud about himself for. Oh. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> um, my heart. Uh, I've got a big heart. Um, um, my my love for um, relationships and connection and and uh, for. Um, for doing all these things that I've done for so many years, dance, music, right. um, and staying consistent on that uh, to some extent. And it's really become a part of me. And uh, it's I'm so glad I did that. Uh, it gives me so many more ways of experiencing life. Uh, so I'm, I'm proud of that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you took time. And this also tells me that how, you know, to say something nice, we still have to think about it, about ourselves. <laughs> so, but yes, well, saying, yeah. <clears throat> so it's wonderful that you could do that. So that's a good step of acknowledging <laughs> what you have and what you like about yourself. So that that's great. Thank you for asking me that. So if... Gautam Nima had to recall a moment of 2020 to one moment which gave him absolute joy, what that moment would be? 2022, last year. Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely sunsets with my wife on the beach. Nothing tops that. <laughs> <laughs> You talk so much about your wife and I really want to also acknowledge that because <clears throat> not everybody uh, acknowledges their partner the way you do. And uh, I have heard about her so much from you and um, this podcast, I think she, she must hear because I think you've spoken about her at least five or six times already. So um, I show <laughs> the kind of relationship you have, shows the kind of impact she has on your life. <clears throat> oh, yes, very much. Yeah, and uh, the way that you have shaped up probably as a person, there's a lot of her in you. I see Absolutely. a lot of feminist side in you, which I love. Uh, and we've spoken a lot about that as well. So I think mm. she also has a great role to play in taking out the feminine feminine in you, I would say. So, oh, yes. So say that she she's struggled. <laughs> <laughs> she's struggled and she's still, we're still a work in progress. 
but uh, yes a lot of my awareness on that is because of her i'm very lucky she's really connected to her feminine self she's really um because a lot of the women are not so connected to their feminine self so true because of the way how the history has been they're all competing and everybody wants to be a ceo um but uh, you know my wife i I've, i've learned a lot from her certainly So if there's one thing you would want to change in the world that would be Oh yes I I know I always want to give two answers um to questions like this because uh, I I wouldn't want to change uh, but to play the game sure I want to say something um uh um uh, the value in families just family just just values around family and bringing that as a subject in schools conscious family <clears throat> conscious parenting children their needs couple couple work uh, you know really working on a relationship cultivating a relationship it takes work it's not naturally learned uh um, i don't think that is not for me uh so those values i would like to bring to the world uh, i would love for that to happen for every family to be really together and you know prioritize the family uh, i think the world will just nothing else will be done then if you <laughs> that's what i would like to change very nice um one thing that you want us to hear whoever is hearing us today whoever is seeing you today gotham from your experience in life what is that one thing that you want to leave us with oh um uh uh well i'm not going to think too much this word is coming up to me um coming up for me trust mm. trust and faith in of course oneself uh, because we don't get so much of that from the outside world unfortunately we have to we're living in a world where we have to cultivate these values and these beliefs and for ourselves like i said the elders are kind of missing <laughs> you know uh, all this tv generation is of course now youtube and phones um everybody is getting very very isolated in their own worlds in their own pods yeah and so i would say that to generate that trust and that faith from within oneself for the self and for life and the world and future in general to just trust that things are going to be things that things are the way they're meant to be and things are going to be good so uh, good in the sense that not moralistically good but in the whole picture things are moving forward and change is happening and you will grow i will grow that trust rena and is there anybody or anything that motivates you every single day to be that kind and compassionate person oh my wife i must meet totally. her <laughs> she is she is uh, my mirror um she is my mirror so 
I love her a lot and she loves me. I've been given a lot of love from her. But there are, of course, difficult moments because the truth comes in that moment with her. Right? Here, right now, I am being authentic. I am being me. But then I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I'm not living with you. I'm not uh, every day with you. Um, and the person who I do that with is my wife. So she, she's my mirror every day. So she and she's so much love. She's just so much love, so much kindness and compassion. Uh, so I, I, I totally know that my wife is my answer to that. Thank you, and um, thank you for that. And I'm sure that she's hearing you and um, will to let the world know, as they say. Um, it's such an honor <laughs> have you, Gautam. Um, uh, you don't meet people like you every day. So keep keep Gautam Nima intact. Keep that kindness intact. Keep that loving <laughs> intact. Um, it's it's really nice to meet you, know you, um, know more about you and the work that you do. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and again, like I tell you, I say that it's so you make you make me feel so comfortable uh, and so peaceful to be me, and that's a gift you give. That's really. Um, it's the kind of presence you have, it's the kind of um, compassion and thoughtfulness and heart you bring. So uh, thank you for that. And thank you for every wonderful venture you create. And I look forward to seeing you soon. And palak soon. <laughs> and please wish Gautamji a wonderful, beautiful, happy birthday from my side. Thank you so much. Um... I'm almost in tears for what you said, but thank you. I mean, it made an impact. <laughs> <laughs> I will it's wait. It's only true. <laughs> I will wait to see you as well. God bless you and um, wish you and your wife a very happy start to 2023. And see you oh, in you. Delhi or Gurgaon soon. Okay.